This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the MLB Extras Minnesota Twins podcast. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined by Doe Hyung Park. Here in the new year, and Doe, you have been a man on the move. Uh, we talked uh, last pod uh, towards the end of 2018 about how you were taking over the Twins beat, and uh, you're moving from California to Minnesota. Then you mixed in a trip to South Korea over the holiday break, and uh, now if I understand it, you're back in California. So give us the rundown. What's, what's your timetable here as far as uh, you know all your locations in the last few weeks? Man, I don't think my body has any understanding of the concept of time zones anymore. It just kind of sleeps when I tell it to sleep, when I put my head down on the pillow, and we just kind of go from there and ad hoc it all. Uh, what's really going to happen is I'm moving to Minneapolis in exactly a week on January 10th. And as you mentioned, I was in Korea for the holiday break to catch up with family and my parents and all that. Um and hopefully that's where it would end. But as soon as I get settled in in Minneapolis, I'm off on the Twins winter caravan with the team from January, starting January 21st. I get back from that and you get little under a month until, boom, we duck out to Florida for a month and a half for spring training. So it's not going to slow down any, I'll tell you that. 2018 was a chaotic year, but 2019 settling into this beat, following the team around, it's, uh, it's not going to be any less chaotic, I'll tell you that, but I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, by the, the Twins caravan uh, is no joke. I think it's it's got to be the most active of all the uh, winter uh, tours and uh, events that the teams put together. Uh, that the Twins is definitely the most engaged uh, as far as covering a wide swath of their regional area and uh, getting out to a lot of fans. So that's really cool. That'll be a cool experience for you to kind of get immersed in the Twins beat uh, full time. But as you said, you were in Korea and you were there when they signed Nelson Cruz. And uh, that caught some people off guard just in terms of the timing of that, you know, during the, the so-called holiday break in baseball. But you, know, you see that from time to time. Um, first of all, I do have to know, what time was it in Korea when you got the news about Nelson Cruz? It was just past midnight in Korea. And I remember I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth, had my phone on me, and I saw the I saw the little banner drop down from the top. And I was like, you know, I'm on vacation, but this is big news. I got to get on this. Yeah. And uh you know, when news breaks, you got to be you got to be on you got to be on it. And so, you know, 1230 or not, Nelson Cruz is signing with the Twins. That was a big deal. Like you said, it wasn't actually official until yesterday coming out of the holiday break when he had his intro, when he had his um, intro conference call with Twins Media and all that. Um, and so now things are starting to pick up a little. Yeah, let's break it down. So it's a one year guarantee for 14 million dollars. And then it includes a $12 million club option for 2020 with a $300,000 buyout. So $14.3 million guaranteed. And they do retain the rights to Cruz uh, for what would be his age 40 season, right, in 2020. So uh, obviously at his advanced age, sometimes that would be a, a huge concern. And who knows, maybe it is moving forward. But man, Nelson Cruz has remained vibrant and productive deep into his 30s over the last five seasons. Nobody has hit more home runs in Major League Baseball. Cruz is ahead of Giancarlo Stanton in that regard. And uh, it's not just a fluke, too, Doe. I mean, we have the StatCast metrics to, to kind of prove out that 
that bat is still very much alive. Still a lot of life in that bat where the hard hit percentages, um, you know, he's, he's getting a hold of them. So what are your thoughts on how he fits uh, into the Twins lineup and, and what he brings to this ball club at this stage of his career? Yeah, so you're talking about that consistency, first of all. And here's a tidbit I'll drop in here. He had, he's at 37 homers in each, of, in each of the last several seasons, and a couple of those came after age 35. So he's had three seasons of at least 37 homers after his age, after his age 35 year. The full list of guys with at least three such seasons Babe Ruth, Andre Scalaraga, Hank Aaron, Rafael Palmero, Barry Bonds, and Nelson Cruz. So I'm not saying he's going to be one of those hitters, but I am saying that that consistency he brings in power, especially um, at this age-defying stage of his career, he's in some elite company. And so one thing that Twins leadership made clear in that conference call was that, yes, they're signing Nelson Cruz for the bat that he brings to to the middle of that lineup, that consistent power presence at DH that the Twins have really lacked for the last several years, but just as important was the leadership that Nelson Cruz brings. And one of the things that when I was talking to Seattle media when the at the winter meetings, once the Cruz rumors were first starting to materialize, is that he is a man that really leads by example. He's not the rah-rah vocal leader in the clubhouse, but especially as he's, get, he's getting on in age, he really knows his body and he really takes good care of it. And he's one of those guys where He's just really, really strictly regimented. He goes about his business the right way, and he's going to be a leader by example to this really young Twins clubhouse. Um, And it it might be particularly big for a guy like Miguel Sano, for example. Uh, Miguel Sano was, you know, he's Dominican, and Nelson Cruz is also Dominican. And one thing that Thad Levine was saying in an earlier appearance with the MLB Network was that when the Twins were when the Twins were finalizing their coaching staff and they hired Tony Diaz to be their third base coach, Miguel Sano was saying, "Hey, that's the first Dominican coach I'll have ever had in pro ball." And so, bringing in a Dominican leader like Nelson Cruz into that clubhouse, and he and Miguel Sano have already been in conversation as well. That might be a big influence on Sano, who. who's been working with the Twins for quite some time since his debut to really try to unlock that full potential. And one thing that Cruz did mention is that the talent is absolutely there on this team. Um, You just gotta, there's just been something missing and hope. And what the Twins are hoping is that Nelson Cruz through his clubhouse leadership and that power potential in the middle of that lineup is going to be that missing piece. That's going to unlock this Twins talent. Yeah, if he brings him uh, 35, 40 bombs and uh, and gets Miguel Sano on track, that would be a monumental impact. Right. Um, and just the Sano factor could be a, a huge thing because we know what a, we, I think we talked last time about, you know, Sano and Buxton are still a very big part of this ball club moving forward. Um, and it sounds like uh, another recent acquisition, Jonathan Scope, played a role in uh, Cruz winding up in Minnesota. Yeah, and apparently that's something that, you know, from the time that the Cruz talks materialized, Jonathan Scope was just in the front office his ear saying hey that one year that Cruz was in Baltimore he had a big impact on me and Manny Machado I believe that was Machado's age 21 season or something like that so at a very formative stage of these guys careers and he was apparently constantly in touch with Cruz through WhatsApp now, Cruz even Cruz even said jokingly that Scope was almost like a second agent and trying to recruit him to the Twins and so that's also a very promising sign for Twins fans. You know, Jonathan Scope is a guy that has not played a single game in a Twins uniform yet. And he's buying into this idea that the Twins are trying to win in 2019, which is something I was going to um, talk a little more about later. 
But Cruz was sold on the idea that, yes, the Twins are pushing into contention in 2019. This is something he wants to be a part of. And that's something that Scope also was helping to sell him on. And Scope was also working to talk to Rocco Baldelli and the Twins front office and on, on that end to also sell the Twins on Cruz. So he was really he was really active behind the scenes, uh, according to what all these front office guys have said. And oh, by the way, uh, it's a small sample. It's 30 career games. But uh, at Target Field, Nelson Cruz is at 325 with a 355 on base and a 667 slug. So extrapolate that over 81 home games and that'll play. But uh, we'll see uh, what the real numbers are in 2019. But things are starting to feel real for the Minnesota Twins uh, with the Nelson Cruz edition. I mentioned Scope, uh, who could be a, a big bounce back candidate for them. Uh, CJ Crone over at first base. Some, some things are happening in the lineup. What's next for this team, though, as far as uh, the offseason work to do? Well, now that the lineup issues are settled, they have their first baseman, they have their second baseman, and now they have their DH. Uh, The question really turns to pitching. Now, the bullpen is really the big area of need that I'd be surprised if the Twins didn't address with an addition or two before the offseason's over. You have that bullpen core in Trevor May, who's now healthy and a reliever full-time. You've got Trevor Hildenberger. You've got Addison Reed. And you've got Taylor Rogers, one of the most dominant relievers in the American League down the stretch last season. Uh, but beyond that, there's a bunch of inexperience. And so the relief market is actually closing in free agency pretty quickly. It's starting to it's starting to get a move on now. We've as of this recording time, we've just heard about David Robertson agreeing to a two year deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. And so a lot of these upper end relief pitchers are starting to are starting to get locked down now. Obviously, Kimbrel's still out there and Ottavino is still out there, but the Twins probably aren't going to reach into their coffers to sign those two guys to longer-term deals that they might be seeking. So this is where the Twins might be looking at a Cody Allen or maybe a Brad Brock or one of those guys with major league experience, with with proven track records, but you know might be coming off of off-seasons or... And, might not be seeking those longer term deals who you might be able to lock down for one or two years to a higher average annual value. So that's obviously one thing. And the other big question now for the twins is what's going to happen to that fifth starting rotation spot. And that starting rotation question is actually really interesting for the twins moving forward because you've got three guys in the rotation, Kyle Gibson, Jake Odorizzi and Michael Pineda entering their walk years in 2019. That means Jose Barrios is the only rotation arm that's locked in for 2020. So if you're the Twins and you're looking at this year's starting market and you're looking at guys available on the trade market as starters as well, you're not only building for this year, but you you have to start thinking about 2020 to a certain extent, whether that's extension talks for Kyle Gibson or whether that's looking for perhaps a two or three year starting pitcher option right now. You one of the things is obviously the starting the starting market in free agency right now isn't so robust and the twins do have younger guys that they're going to want to get experience because you're not going to fill a four spots in a starting rotation with just outside acquisitions for 2020 the twins need to get those young arms ready to contribute consistently at the major league level so there's a lot of questions there as to what the twins are going to do if the twins are looking to contend in 2019, which it certainly looks like they are with these signings that they've made, um, especially with the hammer dropping with Nelson Cruz. You know, given Michael Pineda's injury history, given the inexperience of those uh, young guys that might be competing for that fifth rotation spot, it certainly looks like it could be prudent to 
either trade for a starter or to look or to lock up a guy like Derek Holland or Gio Gonzalez in free agency this year. Yeah, and it almost feels like, I mean, after the Nelson Cruz, you always want to add legitimacy to your ball club, but, you know, a deal of that magnitude, a player of that magnitude, it seems like you've come this far. It, it kind of, you're, you're selling yourself short or leaving yourself short. Uh, if Obviously, the bullpen is an area of need. I would argue the, the rotation is still an area of need. I, Pineda is such a wild right. card at this stage uh, coming off surgery, and, and you mentioned those other guys entering their walk years. Um, Barrios is still, you know, we want to see the, the full season of awesomeness, for lack of a better term. So, I... Yeah, it, it seems like after Nelson Cruz, it almost makes too much sense to uh, to go out and, and get a veteran stabilizing piece for that rotation. Absolutely. All right. Well, great stuff from Doe Young Park, the dedicated Doe Young Park. That's what he brings to you, Twins fans, on this Twins beat. He will cover this team from all all ends of the earth, from California to South Korea to Minnesota, uh, all points around Minnesota on the caravan. Doe Young Park is going to be all over it. So thanks for doing this, Doe. Thanks again. Fortunately, Minnesota sooner rather than later. Can't wait to get back out to the Twin Cities. Thanks for having me, Casco. It's always a great time to be on this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.